Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 41. My name is Chris Harper. Take Note, the radio program is heard every weekday on Harvest Family Radio Guam. During that program, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. These podcast episodes feature the same scripture and outline, minus the music. You can visit our website for more at khmg.org, khmg.org. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 19. The first man and woman are at the center of today's study. In this scripture, they disobey a command directly given to them by God, Adam and Eve, sin. And as the New Testament says in Romans 5, for as by one man's disobedience, that's Adam, many were made sinners, that's us. We'll take a closer look at this account with the theme, He Did Eat, from Genesis 3, 1 through 19, today on the Take Note podcast. God has just formed man of the dust of the ground, and he's made woman from one of Adam's ribs, and he's just created marriage, and he said that man should leave his father and mother and should cleave to his wife, and that they would be one flesh. But he's also given Adam and his wife a certain commandment, and that's a key detail in this account. Let's go to Genesis 3.1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So Satan questions God. He does so with unique subtlety. While he clearly knows what God said, he casts some level of doubt. While the Genesis account reveals the answer to his question in Genesis 2, verses 15 through 18, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make an help meet for him. So God told Adam not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And he gave the consequence. He said, if you do, you'll surely die. And this is when Eve comes along, and she knows what God said, too. Genesis 3, back to our text, verses 2 and 3. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So she answers correctly for the most part adding the portion about not touching it. We don't have any kind of an account of that instruction, but she knows both the command and the consequence. And that's important as we go on. Verse 4 of Genesis 3. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Well, this, this is blatantly false. That old serpent, Satan, is a liar. And he was a liar from the beginning. And we know from the text that this is not true. And Eve knows that this is not true. 
And then the serpent continues in Genesis 3, 5. For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. To disobey God, to sin, will mean that Adam and Eve will know evil. But this will not be to their advantage. It will not be a help or an elevation in their status or any sort of upgrade. The fact is, quite to the contrary, it will destroy them. It will cause their death, and it will lead to our death, resulting in a curse to the whole world. So like every temptation to sin, it promises one thing, but it delivers exactly the opposite. It appears to be a good idea at the time, but in time always becomes the worst idea. And this is Satan's pattern. It's to question God's word. It's to lie. It's to twist reality in an effort to deceive. And so Eve takes action. Verse 6 of Genesis 3. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree was desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Well, in perfect accord with what we see from the New Testament, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life are apparent in Eve. She's not considering God's command— She's not reminding herself of the consequences, and she's not concerned with what is true and what is false. Her own desires and her own thoughts, prompted by that old serpent, are front and center in her thinking. And so she takes and she gives to her husband, who's the receiver of the original command, and they both eat. This is wrong. This is a violation of God's command. It is sin. Genesis 3-7. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and they made themselves aprons. So this refers us back to the end of chapter 2, which says this, And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. So sin has opened their eyes in a certain way, but not in any sort of beneficial way. God wanted what was best for them, but they chose to go their own way, encouraged by that old serpent, knowing what was right all the way along. Genesis 3, 8 through 10. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. So the break in their relationship with God is apparent immediately. Instead of close fellowship with him, they flee his presence. They hide themselves, and his voice makes them afraid. Despite the promise of the serpent, that some better thing would come to them, calamity is the result. All is worse, and all is much worse at that. Genesis 3.11, And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree? Where have I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Well, 
God knows all that has happened here. He sees all and he knows all, but he still asks, and they have the opportunity to confess, to take responsibility, to fall upon his mercy. But here's Adam's response in Genesis 3.12. And the man said, the woman that thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. Far from taking responsibility, there is a shifting of blame. And certainly all did wrong here, but all were responsible for every wrong that they did. And further consequences beyond spiritual death and the start of their physical death were pronounced, starting with the serpent in Genesis 3.14. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So the bright glowing light of salvation shines forth even now, even during the midst of this cursing. We see the serpent, Satan, will be crushed by the one born of the woman, even the Messiah, Jesus himself, who would have his heel bruised in dying for our sins, but would have ultimate victory. He would raise from the dead and he would offer the free gift of salvation to all who believe. Now, this is good news, and it's the highlight of the account. But God does go on, Genesis 3, 16 through 19. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow shalt thou bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat of the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. So life becomes harder, and it becomes more complex at every turn for the sinner. And that which was good has become corrupted. And at the end comes death. We need to know all of this. It should be a reminder to us to turn to God's commands, to trust what he says, and to do his will to believe in his son and live. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast, and these few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.